0: republic of new york new york there's plenty of money in this country it's
1: just in the wrong hands
0: the moss show politics current events and just a bit of judaism two guys that are always right except when their wives tell them they're wrong you're listening to the moss show
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Show. This is Nachman Stavsky and Yechezka Maskowitz. How are you doing, Chaski?
0: I'm great, Nachman. How have you been doing this week so far?
1: Thank God. Very good. Baruch Hashem. Everything is going very well. Everything is going very well unless you are El Sharpton. In which case, your target number one of the President of the United States. Finally being called out for, for your shenanigans. Um, yeah, that and uh, let's see. What, what else is this week? Elijah um, Cummings
0: also is pretty much uh, having a rough oh, yeah.
1: week. Well, what's funny is, is that it seems it seems that Baltimore is filled with a lot of racists because the videos that I've been watching, a lot of people claiming that there's a lot of mice and rats all over the place. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, and uh, if you think about it, the whole situation is really totally out of control. Um, I don't know if you saw um, the uh, Senate Majority Majority Leader. Mitch McConnell just got on the floor and he was speaking about how basically um, all these smear attacks like anytime that you ever criticize anything or anytime you ever support the president you basically are called a racist, a bigot, or a um, puppet of Vladimir Putin. And he says like it's basically modern day McCarthyism where you have such a situation. And it's pretty crazy that We're living in a time where people like Reverend Al Sharpton, who are well-known anti-Semitic Jew haters, are being hurled as the second coming of the Messiah and uh, the most amazing human being of of all time, truly a humanitarian God, so to speak, this Reverend Al Sharpton, the Tzadik Hador.
1: <laughs> that means the um, the the righteous of the uh, and 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 pure of our generation. Um, I mean for some some of the people may not know; they may be too young to remember. Um, I was a, I was a little kid during the Crown Heights riots. A little bit older by uh, Freddy's uh, Freddy's um, uh, what was it called? Freddy's um, uh, the the market. Freddie's market that was burned down. I mean, this is a guy who has said some of the most despicable, despicable things. I mean, um, what what he said once, if Jews want to get it on, tell them to pin their yarmulkes back and come over to my house. Um, There's a systematic and methodical strategy to eliminate our people from doing business off 125th Street. I want to make it clear that we will not stand by and allow them to move this brother so that some white interloper can expand his business. This was talking about Freddie's Freddie's, uh, market. Now for people that don't know, the um, Trump Trump right now has these things called the um, uh, what's it called zones. I know I know Hesky know a lot about that. The the market opportunity zones, zones. The opportunity zones. They've done this before, and one of the times they did this before was was um, was for was this led led in, in some way, it led to what happened at the market. Now What happened was is that they had made Harlem into one of these zones. So what happened? The people that owned some of these buildings, number one, in order to make money, they had to fix some of them up. And number two, because they were able to get certain things, it was going to bring in nicer business, so they were going to raise their rent. So there was this store. There was a store called uh, Freddy's Fashion Mart. So Freddy's Fashion Mart, rented from a church this huge piece of property and they sublet it to a guy who sold movies i think or cd or music or something like a, like a peddler type of person someone who sold it was either movies music both i'm not really sure 100% and what happened was is, is because his rent went up freddie freddie harari's rent went up now now keep in mind freddie was not the landlord he rented and his rent was jacked up and um, and Freddie told the person who rented from him, Listen, my rent is getting jacked. I gotta raise your rent. He said that he couldn't pay that rent and then decided to go to Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton using NAN, which is his network, right? The uh, National Action Network, staged protests outside this guy's business. He may have he, he claims he was only there once or twice or something, but it's irrelevant. His organization set up the entire thing. To the extent where the day before the fire, they went to federal court. The lawyer for Freddie's uh, uh, market went to court saying that they're being threatened with, with – that people are making like match um, uh, mining. you know, like they're matching and, and lighting things on fire. Um, there was said that a guy, Shabazz, would come in and threaten to burn the place down. I wonder if that's the same Shabazz that ended, ends up um, um, running uh, one of those militant groups, um, but um, – doesn't say his first name in any of the articles I was able to, to find up, and and what's interesting is is they allowed all the black people to leave before they lit the fo- oh, So one of these guys that follows uh, Al Sharpton in, in these protests actually goes in and burns the place down, killing killing a bunch of people. Um, you know, and, and what's funny is you know I'm going to mention their names: um, Cynthia Martinez, Angelina Marrero, Luz Ramos, Olga Garcia, Myra Rentis. Garnett Ramator, Kareem Bruner. I don't know if you've noticed anything about these seven victims. None of them are named Chaim or Chaya or, or, or Shimon. Yeah, but
0: he didn't care.
1: But what's interesting also is, is if you notice, that every one of those names is a Latino. They did not care to kill these these Spanish people. They actually asked all the blacks to leave and they burned the store down with people inside. Here. And, and he never took uh, uh he refused to still to this day Tawana brawley this guy this guy destroyed destroyed um uh, a a police officer's um name because of a hoax listen to uh, this assault yeah
0: you should hear this clip of this guy who challenged al Sharpton recently about Racist stuff. You're ready to hear the yeah, clip. Well, hold
1: on. Let me let me just. I just want to finish this up quickly,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and let's not talk about the the fact that he led he led the Crown Heights riots.
0: Yeah, people people are very well aware, but for some reason he still gets a free pass when it he, comes. He's he has a
1: show on MSNBC.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Here, listen to this, okay? All right, sure. Tell me if you hear it well. Donald Sterling. You think you should be
1: banned from T V for all the racist stuff you said over the years? Yeah, it's not it's not it's not coming through very well.
0: Okay, so we're gonna have to maybe put it on later. But anyway, basically, some guy went and challenged him and asked him if he should be banned from television for all the racist things that he said. And his response was, "What racist stuff?"
1: Right. Yeah. And 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 um, it's it's it's. You guys can go online. I mean, you can find the stuff that that he said. It's a, it's a simple, simple um, look to see the, the, the guy. I mean. If you look up the term racist in in, in, in any definition, Al Sharpton is going to be there. How this guy has been able to completely reinvent himself is is absolutely mind-boggling. And it just comes to show that progressives on the left don't care about minorities at all. They don't care. Forget the racist stuff he said against Jews. The guy led led a building to be burned down with with, with Mexicans in it and Latinos in it. It, 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 You know
0: what's really ironic, though?
1: And Guyanese.
0: It's Joe Scarborough, right? another,
1: Another genius.
0: Another genius. Actually had a resolution that he introduced when he was in Congress, I believe. Yes. In year 2000, Okay where it says, whereas the Reverend Al Sharpton has referred to members of the Jewish faith as blood-sucking Jews and Jew bastards, whereas the Reverend Al Sharpton has referred to members of the Jewish faith as white interlopers and diamond merchants, whereas the Reverend Al Sharpton was found guilty of defamation by a jury in a New York court arising from the false accusation the former assistant district attorney, Stephen Pagones, who is white, raped and assaulted a 15-year-old black girl, blah, 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 Basically, he introduced a resolution that the House of Representatives will condemn the practices of Reverend Al Sharpton who seek to divide Americans on the basis of race. Expresses outrage, violence resulted due to Reverend Al Sharpton's incendiary words and actions, and obviously, fervently urges elected officials and public servants who have condoned and legitimized the Reverend Al Sharpton's incendiary words and actions to publicly denounce and condemn such racist, anti-Semitic views. Now, what's interesting, though, is that Reverend Al Sharpton has been a guest on Joe Scarborough's show many times,
1: and he came out to defend him.
0: And did he did he actually come out to defend him?
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, the Washington Examiner, if I'm not mistaken, actually decided to remind Joe Scarborough um, about the bill that he actually placed in. His answer is actually pretty pathetic. It just shows the stupidity that Joe Scar- of, of Joe Scarborough. Thanks to those reminding me of how stridently Al Sharpton and I opposed each other over 20 years ago, we take pride in our friendship today because of that history, recognizing Jesus' words that all have fallen short of God's glory, and we should forgive each other 70 times 7 times. This guy's a, this guy's a fool. You put a bill in Congress that a guy is a racist anti-Semite, and now you're it's friends ridiculous. with him? Can I ask you a question? Can He's you imagine if a it? Republican said, you know... I put a bill in against David Duke, but, you know, now we're friends. This guy's worse than David Duke. David Duke hasn't killed anybody. He's not that anyone knows of. Mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. It's, it's, it's come to the point where, it's, it's come to the point where, um, sorry about that. It seems we had a little bit of, uh, of a uh, glitch there, uh, we're both back, and um, yeah. So we're talking about Al Sharpton, and and it's absolutely insane that he is getting away with all this, and and so what do you think? Let's where,
0: let's talk I mean, I, I, I want, about Joe Scarborough because we were hit, hitting on that, and I just like am very confused. What 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 is why why is he invoking Jesus and uh, and his Christian faith? Because,
1: because this is what they do. This is what they do. What was they he do. ever a Democrat, Joe Scarborough? No, he was a Republican. He was, he was a Republican. right. Yes, yes, yes. He was. A, he was not a great Republican. He, he was like a real left. rhino, though. Um. Yeah. A little bit. Um. He left because his kid got sick, or something like that. Um. That's why he left office. I think he was only in Congress for like one or two terms. I think only one. But um. It's. It's. He's in
0: Florida, right?
1: Yeah, but this is not. This is not even that bad. I mean, you have. You have right now three, I think there's more actually, but I was able to say, I found three. Elizabeth Warren, the Reverend Al has dedicated his life to the fight for justice for all. I guess not for you know, um, people that actually got killed. No amount of racist tweets from the man in the White House will erase that, and we must not let them divide us. I stand with my friend Al Sharpton in calling out these ongoing attacks on people of color. I guess the people of color that were killed in Freddie's fashion mark don't count. Huh, Elizabeth Warren? Or Kamala Harris, another winner. The Reverend, the Rev. Al, has spent his life fighting for what's right. Yeah, okay, and working to improve our nation, even in the face of hate. It's shameful, yet unsurpassing that Trump would continue to attack those who have done so much for our country. This lady thinks that Reverend Al has done so much for our country. She's insane. She should. She she uh, should be thrown out of the Senate over this comment.
0: Delusional. Delusional people.
1: This lady is 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 voting on bills that affect our life. This lady, this lady who thinks that Al Sharpton has done so much for our country.
0: Yeah, I I don't I will not understand it. He's
1: personally responsible for the death of nine people.
0: And and I, I don't you the I I want to, I'm trying to find it. I couldn't haven't been able to find it recently. The Crown Heights riots, like if I remember correctly, he like. Even in, like, literally said, who would we blame? The Jews, right? Like, something like that. It was,
1: it was, it was, he, 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 he stoked the fires. He definitely stoked the fires. He, um, he, he led some of the marching. It wasn't, it wasn't good.
0: So, why do they give this person a pass? The guy who, by the way, anybody could look it up. There's an article up on, uh, on the Jewish press, where you see Sharpton in his uh, in his. Yeah, you may not
1: recognize Sharpton. You may not recognize Sharpton because he had bariatric surgery. Yeah, uh, how did he, he keep he the ma- weight off, though? Um, I guess the same way I am. He's not eating, I guess.
0: He's very skinny now.
1: Yeah, he's very skinny. I think he claims that he didn't have bariatric surgery, but he's lying. He did. Um, um, I think he eventually did admit that he did. Um, but and good for him. Good for him. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to. But he he's he's walking hand in hand with a bunch of racists there. Stop police brutality. Um, 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 and by the way, if you look at the picture there, it actually blames Cuomo. That Cuomo is our governor's father. So just to let you know. Right. Him. Um, this guy hated Cuomo back then. Um, it was it was very bad. It was it was. A very scary time to be in New York. and yeah, like they. they Sharpton had a lot to do with that.
0: But at the end of the day, he got away with it. Today, he's uh, still running around a celebrity, a person who is respected by the community. And the question is, why? I mean, how does that happen? How did the, the well? He
1: had he had a radio. Cha- he had a radio's channel. And he allowed people to come on and bash the Jewish community. Um, it, it, you know, listen. Obviously, I think was G- G- Gavin Cato was killed, and that was a very big tragedy. But it doesn't mean that you go and you riot and you destroy a town, a community. And um, he, he went on. He went on. To, the, the way he started it was he started to spread the rumor that Hatzalah, which which has the fastest response time. In the United States, um, they won an award, I think, from President Bush, 43, um, for having the, the – the, the, typically, I mean, for people that don't know are from the New York audience and the New Jersey and some of the other places that may have hatzalah, Their response time is usually under 30 seconds. Um, right. Now, for those who don't live in areas, you, you go and think about where, wh- how long, when you call an ambulance, how long it takes, a minute, a minute and a half. Now, remember that if somebody has a stroke, 90 seconds, they're brain dead so every second counts of course so he went and he said that the ambulance that came only um would treat the jewish people and didn't treat didn't treat because it was an accident didn't treat gavin cato which actually wasn't true the police said that wasn't true but he spread he went and spread it and it led to the killing of Yankel Rosenbaum. rosenbaum now Mayor right. Dinkins, who I personally don't believe is an Semite, I just think he's incompetent, basically allowed the police to allow Sharpton to go and stoke up the violence, and they had three days of rioting where, by the way, they mostly destroyed black businesses. Um, um, there there weren't—I mean, there were obviously Jewish businesses that were hurt. Jews were beaten up. Mizruses were ripped off walls. Shuls, were damaged. Synagogues were damaged, um, and um, and. And um, to the extent where even Prime Minister Shamir had to come out and say, "Like this is ridiculous. Come on, someone's got to do something." I mean, you go and look at pictures. There are pictures of the cop cars flipped over.
0: Yeah, I um, saw some um, of those pictures. Uh, it, pretty it, crazy. It,
1: it, it lit on fire. Finally, they sent the cops in, and they were able to restore order in a, in a couple of hours. Um, but I mean, it was it was very bad. It was very very bad. And this is what Hal Sharpton said at the eulogy for Gavin Cato. So this is this is what he said. The world will tell us that he was killed by accident. Yes, it was a social accident, meaning that it was done on purpose because it was a social accident. That's what he means. It's an accident to allow an apartheid ambulance service in the middle of Crown Heights. Talk about how Open Hyper in South Africa sends diamonds straight to Tel Aviv and deals with the diamond merchants right here in Crown Heights. The issue is not anti-Semitism. The, is, the issue is apartheid. What we wanted to say is, uh, yeah, so that's, that, I mean... So like and what I, you were
0: saying that they like was like a precursor, like this is like precursor to yeah. like BDS?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I mean and then he came out went out and he started the no justice, no peace. That's where it came from that that's where it started. And he started and he started um um to push the, the, the riots. And then like he usually does, he walked away. So this is what he did. And he goes, Oh, hey, it's not my fault, right? So he went and started a, basically a race war and then walked away and said, "Yep, it's not my fault. I wasn't there because he lived in New Jersey at the time. So he was talking about, you know, people coming in. The guy not even belong here. He didn't even live in New York. Um, so, um, Sharpton
0: has a, a history, though, of being a guy who starts – Right, and, these and, kind of and,
1: and and when they did a commission into it, they they basically figured out that the same people that were marching with him in the street later that night after Al Sharpton left – we're screaming, "Chance of hail, Hitler! Death to the Jews and kill the Jews!" So, so, um, um, you know.
0: I'm it, sick it, and tired of of this guy, and I'm sick and tired of liberals um, defending him. I'm sick and tired of people like like Joe Scarborough defending him.
1: Oh, and, and let's not and let's not talk and let's not talk about the great mayor of New York City, great mayor of New York City. This is what he writes. Here's Bill de de You ready? Al Sharpton, Elijah Cummings, Ilhan Omar, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Maxine Waters, John Lewis, Frederica Wilson, Barack Obama. Real Donald Trump. Is this really your campaign strategy? Attack as many people of color as possible? You are a disgrace. Now let's talk about something. This mayor has been worse for black and Latino people in New York City than than probably any mayor than probably any mayor in the last 100 years. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Illegal,
0: uh, health insurance for illegal immigrants already hurts minority communities that are American.
1: Forget that. How about all the minorities that drive uh, Uber and, 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 and Lyft that, that have to sh- shut their meter down because the mayor decided that he has to help the mob that owns all the yellow cabs?
0: Yeah, that was some, uh, literally some crooked stuff going and, on And And uh,
1: uh, how, how about chasing out Amazon, which would have brought good jobs into Cortez's district? And, and, and you know, it, it's funny. It's funny. Um, you know, he, 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 how about the fact that he attacks you, Bill de Blasio? I'm sorry to tell you, but your name is Wilhelm. You're, you're of German descent. You're white. You're as white as the driven snow. He attacks you all the time. He attacks Bill and Hillary Clinton. I'm pretty sure they're white. They're from Arkansas. I'm pretty sure Arkansas white is the whitest in America. It's like if you want to talk about white America, Arkansas is pretty white. Um, You want want to talk about uh, uh, – he he, he attacks people. That's what he does. He attacks people over Twitter. That's his thing. That's his brand.
0: I don't think Bill de Blasio has any skills besides for his ability – to make believe that he's accomplished something when he's accomplished
1: nothing. Yeah, he's, he, he's a horrible, horrible mayor, and uh, the fact that nobody in New York City uh, likes him. Um, he, 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 right now, Donald Trump has a higher approval rating than he does. That's yeah. pretty pathetic. So, so, and, and it's funny because he mixes people like Al Sharpton and Ilhan Omar with Maxine Waters. I mean, the only per- the only thing that I see here is a bunch of people. That are Democrats, that are far left, and I mean, I'm pretty sure Speaker Nancy Pelosi is white. Pretty sure she's she's of Italian descent, and she's white. She? Yeah, Pelosi, and and she's 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 Roman Catholic as far as I know, um, um, because I know a lot of Cap- my Catholic friends don't understand how she's able to take the Eucharist because she believes in certain beliefs. So it's it's interesting how how Bill de Blasio Wilhelm de Blasio um, doesn't talk about the fact that Trump attacks him attacks the Clintons attacks Joe Biden attacks Nancy Pelosi um, I mean I, I'm sure if I sat here and looked I can find hundreds of white people that he attacks um, but because Democrats only see race they are only see this as a race thing but it has nothing to do with that I mean, Elijah Cummings wasn't attacked by Trump until Elijah Cummings decided to attack Trump. It was it was he what he said is right. Elijah Cummings' own constituents are up in arms about him. They're they're agreeing. These are Democrats. They're agreeing with the president. I, it, it, cannot, it explain,
0: had, I cannot explain it for the life of me.
1: I mean Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib has has now said on the floor that BDS is the equivalent of the Americans boycotting the Nazis. She is sick in the head to say such a thing. You need to be a certain type of sick to say something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, I mean, again, the only place where there's apartheid in the borders of the state of Israel is in PLO, um, um, areas now, I would say Hamas also, but Hamas doesn't have apartheid for the simple reason of they only have Muslims. They've they've thrown all the Christians out, and they don't allow Jews in. So that's right. not apartheid. It's just it's just themselves. Um, um, you know, Barack Obama is half is just as much white as he is black. He's he's half. So and and and. Trump attacks him as the previous president because Barack Obama, like like all previous presidents, doesn't have the respect to not attack the current president. He has publicly come out time and time again against the president. So he doesn't have a right to go. And, and by the way, let's talk about Russian collusion. If all this was happening, it was happening under Barack Obama's watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you should know that... The only reason people don't realize is about Trump. People say, oh, well, Trump attacked them. Well, if Trump attacks them after they attack him, Trump punches back. That's his, been his strategy. You could look Well, at there's,
1: another, there's, a, there's another interesting strategy that I've been saying for a very long time, that whenever you see Trump, and I've told you this before, Chesky, whenever you see mm-hmm. Trump goes on one of these uh, Twitter escalations, look in the news right before and see what happens. Chances are he's hiding something, and I don't mean hiding something in a bad way. I mean he is a a total manipulator of the mainstream media. They love when he does these things, except what they're not missing, what they're missing, they're going after the bone instead of the meat. I'm not sure if you're aware, but on Friday, the Supreme Court had a very interesting decision. They said that the president is entitled to take the money from the military and use it to build the wall. And Very what detailed. happened a few hours later, he goes on to attack. And now what is everyone talking about? Everyone's talking about this, and they're not talking about webuildthewall.org or whatever it's called that has built like 20-something miles of wall using charity. Don Jr. flew down there, I think, on, Monday to sp- uh, on Sunday or Monday to speak at the wall. Um, they had like a little bit of a of a, of a of a thing there um, and and what they're not realizing is is that this guy is is you know someone so, um, uh, Conan O'Brien asked um, you know he said it's not political he said how does Mitch McConnell sleep at night cuz he has no eyelids i'm not saying this politically i'm paraphrasing i just don't think he has you know i just don't think how does he sleep at night? i just don't think he has eyelids and then someone responded he sleeps very well instead of counting sheep he counts all the conservative judges that he's been that he's been getting through at record pace so while all this is happening, Trump is completely undoing the eight years of the Obama administration.
0: So what is what – is, what is, what, what is, how does Trump gain from having, this, having the Supreme Court decision being ignored?
1: It's not in the news cycle. No one knows about it. When things are not in the news cycle, I tell you this all the time, Chesky, um, um, Trump is the first Republican to realize that the, what the progressives have been doing for a long time, that, that perception is reality. The fact of the matter is is that if nobody knows about anything, then it never happened. And if people know about something, then it did happen. Nobody reads past the headline. No one reads – and if they do, they don't read behind the, beyond the first or, sec- first or second paragraph they don't read to the end anymore it's just not the way things are done trump realizes this so he realizes that if the news is about a and he's getting b c d e and f done who cares right. he's feeding he's feed a he's feeding his base he's giving meat to his base it's far enough out from the election that no one's going to care um, the fact of the matter is he now has an entire black young black energized conservative movement that no republican president has ever had before there have been dozens of young blacks with recorders, with, with news agencies. And I'm not even talking about Fox who sent somebody down. I'm talking about regular people on the street. I'm talking about there is a new woman who's, I think, the head of the, the Republican county, the GOP county down there, who's been on the street all day, walking up and down these streets, interviewing people, putting it on social media. And these videos are getting hundreds of thousands of views. And and it's, it's, it's going to make an impact. Now, will it have blacks and Latinos voting for Trump? Maybe not. But you know what it might also not have? It might not have them coming out to vote, period. Or it may have them not be energized, or whatever the case may be. And maybe they will move 1% or 2 or 3% over, and it's a start. It's a start. And, and you're starting to see this... You're starting to see... You're starting to see... Um, you're starting to see... The, the, the movement of, of, of these other minorities... And you're starting to see Jews also walk away from this party. This party's filled with a bunch of racist, anti-Semites, bigots, and it's about time they were, uh, everyone knew about it.
0: There still are, you know, a lot of Jews who are very supportive of the Democratic Party.
1: Yeah, they're also, because they, they, but but, like, you know, Ben Shapiro said, they're not Jewish voters, they're liberal voters.
0: There was a cute, there was a cute um, email that was floating around that I saw, it was called the um Yidiots. You saw that one? Did you see that that uh the Yiddiots? No. So it says Jews used to be considered smart and having a Yiddish cup, which is a y- which is a Jewish mind, was a compliment, right? So yes. there's a new type of Jew on the loose in America, the Yiddiot. Okay? So oh those-
1: this is this is an older thing.
0: The idiot. No, 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 it just came out now, yes. though, I saw. The okay. idiot accepts anti-Semitic riot inciting Al Sharpton's attendance at New York City Memorial Rally for the Jews killed in Pittsburgh, but is offended when tre- President Trump appears in Pittsburgh to honor them. They're silent when Farrakhan trashes Jews as termites, right, and uh, rants, death to, death America, to America, death uh, to Israel death, yeah. from Iran. But then they, but then they go and uh, believe that President Trump is anti-Semitic. They, obviously, Keith Ellison, whatever, it's cute. It's, it's uh was published today um, by Lynn Lechter.
1: Yeah. Uh, a yet is a person who believes it is fair to give an American citizen who has worked all their lives an average Social Security monthly stipend of $1,400 per month while supporting an illegal for 5500 to $6,000 a month.
0: So funny. Look, it's true. These people are little, literally crazy.
1: Or, or the right to an abortion up to, well, now the past the ninth ninth month of pregnancy, but it's more important than supporting Israel's existence. Or, or um, a idiot is a person whose political party's past leader supports taking a gun to a knife fight, past attorney general espouses kicking opponents when they are low, and whose party exhorts mobbing and tifa to public violence and personal confrontation while ac- accusing the opposition party of fascism. A yeah. idiot is a person who allows the party to boo the idea of Jerusalem being the capital of Israel and silently allowed past President Obama to deny Israeli citizenship to Jews born in Jerusalem but attacks President Trump as a threat to Israel by moving the American embassy to Jerusalem. Which, by the way, when this was written, people were still saying at the time how it was going to bring World War III. Yeah, it hasn't. A Yidid is a person – not only has it not, but now Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and uh, Jordan have had the, um, major – um, uh, uh, news um, personalities come to and tour Jerusalem as of last week. A Yiddish is a person who sends their Jewish children to colleges and universities where ugly, hurtful, dishonest anti-Israel propaganda proliferates through Palestinian-funded BDS. Yet still makes donations to those institutions and remains silent. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's pretty funny, but yeah. But it's the sad thing is that I don't know whether to cry or laugh because it's true.
1: It is true, and and and. Um, you know, there's a term. There's a term, an old term, black exploitation, which used to be about movies, but you know, a lot of these um, uh, walk-away guys are using it. As for the Democrats, they 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 truly do not like Jews, blacks, Latinos. I would say they don't even like illegal aliens. They just they're just useful. And no, they're, they're what useful the Ru- for the
0: propaganda and for the agenda.
1: Uh, they're they're useful because they're seen as voters, and you know, the Russians. The Russians used to have a very good term. They're called useful idiots. Yeah. Um, it's it's a person, you know, um, that they're basically they're they're used for a goal that they themselves don't fully comprehend, and um, it's it's pathetic.
0: Speaking of useful idiots, are the is the unity of the right being useful idiots for BB?
1: What well, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Speaking of useful idiots. Is the unity of the right in Israel, are they be useful idiots for Benjamin Netanyahu to get more votes for the Likud?
1: No, no, because because first of all, I think that they may actually take some votes from away from the Likud because people that before were saying, I don't want to waste my vote on one of these small parties that may not get in, now they're going to say, well, I am going to go and vote for them because there's no way they're not getting in. So, so let's analyze actually-
0: that for a second. We had a sit-down when we went on our delegation with Chauvet Zion, which is our group that does many different pro-Zionist activities including our trips to Israel with key personnel and representatives in various levels of government. Um, we had this sit-down with Ayelet Shaked We were discussing this and as you remember, our founder and chairman Dr. Frager was pushing for the merger with Ayelet Shaked at the forefront of the slate which lo and behold came through so Nachman what do you think about this slate
1: um, I, I wish I could see past ten but I think the reason why they're only releasing the ten names is because they are planning they're still w- talking to Zahut and and um what's the other party um,
0: Faglin, Zahut, and then there's also uh, the, uh, uh, the the Jewish um
1: What's the other one called? Mayyud. Right. So they're trying to bring those two in as well. Um, Feiglin makes Feiglin keeps on saying how how he's not going to join, but I I, I think he's in, he's a fool not to join because at least he ends up back in the Knesset. Um, um, I mean I think doing it his way he's not. Uh, he's already having fractures in his party, um, and the party's not even nine months old. So if I, I mean if I was if I was you know giving him suggestion I would say. Join, get, get, you know. They're the saying if you join, they'll get thirteen seats, whatever it is, you know, and you get spot number, let's say five, six, and eleven or twelve or something like that. Yeah. You know that maybe maybe it's worth it. You get into Knesset, and then you because they already said that they're all splitting apart once they get in. So this is not this party does not really exist except for. I mean, I think the way Bennett Bennett said it, um, you know, um, and again. We, we, our organization was one of the only public organizations that basically said that that this has to happen. And we actually, because our our organization is a little bit aligned with the Beit Yehudi, um, because Young Israel did not, unlike Aguda, did not join the government. We loosely affiliated with the religious uh, right, um, which is one of the parties that makes up Beit Yehudi, and um, um, and. We basically said that, you know, Rabbi Rafi Peretz, we love you, and you're, you're a great leader of the party. But at the end of the day, we, we need a we need to make sure what happened last time doesn't happen again. And we need you guys to sit down with Bennett and Ayala Shaqued, and she has to lead the party and allow so why, for everybody why to get in. Why did we
0: feel like she had to lead the party, even though that she was the big because loser from the previous
1: the t- round? Because everyone was saying that she wasn't the loser; it was Bennett. And and the fact of the matter is, is that Shaked does bring a certain I don't know what it is to the table in Israeli politics, but the fact of the matter is, is that the people in Israel seem to like her.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you know, Bibi happens to hate her.
1: Yes, and and but at the end of the day, politics makes strange bedfellows, and he can hate her until he's blue in the face. But if he wants to have a party, um, Shaket already is on 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 the record saying that they are going to suggest that he run the country. So I'm pretty sure he wants to be prime minister. Um, In the meantime, Lieberman,
0: by the way, came out today and said in the radio interview that he would actually suggest Benny Gantz for prime minister.
1: uh, That may help with the non-Jewish Russians, but I'm pretty sure by saying that the Russian Jews that are in Israel hopefully will hear that, and now they won't vote for him. A, lot, yeah, of
0: a lot of them are voting. A lot of them are right wingers, and a lot of them have moved over to Likud, which is why Lieberman has this like feel that he has to compete with blue and white and with Yair Lapid of Shatid. Um, there is a future party to like compete with them for the same ideology because he's trying to replace the Russians who were his previous voters, who as they mature and integrate into society, just end up voting for one of the more mainstream parties that are not. Identified through like ethnic um,
1: cultures, right. So um, it's it's um, it's December. We'll see what happens. I mean, listen, we're going to see what happens. Um, it's it's um,
0: in the meantime, the Israeli economy is doing okay, basically mostly because of the um, startup tech boom. But at the same time, there's a huge disparity between the wealthy and the poor in the country. And there's a lot to be said when it comes to economic development. I think I don't know if you saw this report, but the OECD um, actually told Israel that they need to uh, improve the living conditions of the lower classes um, because that there's still a lot of poverty in Israel. And uh, in general, just like Israel's middle class is notably smaller. Than the OECD average, meaning that there's usually in the OECD average, it's like about sixty percent of the population yep, is in the military. Correct. While in Israel, it's much lower.
1: Now, um, now, I, I'm, I'm this uh, I just, just broke. Um, I'm reading now from the Ju- uh, Jerusalem Post, otherwise known as the Palestine Post. If you're an idiot leader of the Arab world, and hold that <laughs> up for um, to prove that you guys exist. So right now, the United Right um, with with uh, Otsma, Yehudit and Zahut. they're saying it may even go up to 14 seats. Um, I think it may even go. I, I I would think, but there are saying that might take a seat away from Likud, um, which would make Blue and White um, the largest party. Again, they can't they can't make they can't make a government, so it's not going to make a difference. Uh, I think the is saying that um, that he's going to take his 10 seats, and he's going to say that uh, only if Blue and White is is in. Now, in my opinion. In my opinion, the frim world, the, the not frim world. I'm sorry. Let me change that. The 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 right of Dati Lumi world. So I would include Shas. I don't think Shas is a Haredi party. It's a very mixed party. Mm-hmm. Shas, UTJ, Aguda, um, all the other ones should put should learn from what's going on now with Otsma. Well, not with Otsma, With the United Right, um, with with Beit Yehudi, and 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 and. Um, and, and Bennett's party, and uh, and I, I do think that Otsuma is going to join, and um, I know there's, there, they're, they're working on a deal where if Otsuma doesn't join the United Right, they're going to be entitled to one seat on the Likud. I think I think they're trying to figure that out with Likud. I think that's the way they're going to get rid of the issue with taking away a seat from Likud. That's what they're working out. From what, I, from what I've heard, the issue is Likud wants to make sure that they don't lose any seats, but but they want to make sure that Otsuma Yudid is in, so I think one of the things they're doing is they're going to leave one seat one or two seats open for Otsma on the Likud list and by doing that Otsma doesn't run or, or 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 something like that. I'm not really sure how it works. And then that person goes into the gets into the Knesset through Likud, but Likud has an extra gains their seat. And I think if Zehut joins Likud, jo- joins the United Right and they get let's say 12 seats and uh, Feiglin is able to get one or two members in, I think that will be very good. And, right. and in my opinion, I think that that one of the things that um, um, the United Rights should maybe do is go and find one or two Russians. Um, I, I, I think that they should be going after some of the religious Russians. Uh, maybe it's not easy to do this time around because they already have the list, but I think that's the mistake that the right wing has been doing is they've been ignoring the Russian community. Um, but and I think the 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 Shas Torah, United Torah Judaism, all the Torah parties, let's call them the, the Torah parties. Even though technically, you know, I shouldn't say that because Beit Yehudi has them as well. But the the Haredi Torah parties or the Khardal, um, those parties should learn from both the Arabs and the United Right, and they should join together. And I think that that by doing that, they can they can actually they can be the third largest party. They can easily get in. 16, 17 seats instead of the 14 or 15 they're going to get.
0: Man, I'm telling you, you're making my dreams come true. They're just not going to.
1: I mean, in theory, if they ran a, united, a completely united list and really decided next time around to really unite, they can, in theory, have the prime ministership.
0: Yeah, but the problem is that all these parties are secretary and They don't have the ability to see a long-term vision. And the the, the truth is is that it actually... It actually would help, obviously, a lot.
1: What can you imagine if they joined the United Right? Can you imagine if UTJ, Shas, um, 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 what's the other, what's the other uh, uh, um, Ashkenaz party, the um, party? Um, Peleg. Peleg. Can you imagine if Shas, United UTJ, and Peleg decide to actually, you know, decide that, you know, hey, it's the, no- it, it's the three weeks, let's let's head, let's make Shalom, and join the United Right. Can you imagine what that would? First of all, Shaken would be prime minister. That's number one. Number two. Number two. Number two. Um, um, and again, they can all split up once they're in the once they're in once they're in office. Mm-hmm. They don't need it. This is a this is a bus to get into the Knesset. You can get off the bus.
0: It's a very interesting way of how they manage the whole thing. To be honest with you,
1: it's just silly. It's just silly. You talk about a good here in America talks about how they how they uh, you know, they have to deal with Democrats because they have to get things done. But in Eritus, they won't even deal with other people that agree with them, like Peleg and Shas. It's it's absolutely bonkers. I mean I know I'm an American and I I, I may have some some beliefs about government that they don't share in Israel because they have an idiotic government there. But but it makes no absolutely no sense that if you're just trying to, to 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 promote your values, why wouldn't you try to get in as many seats as possible? And the only way to do that is to unify, because all the votes that you guys lose combined, you gain by combining them.
0: The problem is that the, that that the the parties feel like if they unite, then it means they're agreeing with each other's. Philosophies, and that's something that, that that they have to. At least at this point, they cannot yet do.
1: It's 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 really it's a it's a lack real of
0: achdus, a lack of unity that hurts us. Correct. The
1: and you know, and, and maybe maybe you know, listen, you know, uh, I I know this is going to sound very zehut, very very feiglin, but maybe the reason why we don't have Mashiach and we're not building the base of Migdash is because we're not in charge, and the reason we're not in charge is because we don't have achdus. The same reason why the base of English was destroyed in the first, the temple was destroyed the first and second place. Both were destroyed for the same reason. So, so maybe this is the reason. Maybe if we actually unified and started putting the right people in government, you know, and I and I like and I like BB, but I think I think we would we would we would garner you know a much stronger right wing in that country. We would we would gain another three. I mean, I think if they all unified, we would gain. Another, I mean, I personally should all unify under Likud and go in under the Likud. Yeah,
0: the whole Israeli political system definitely can use a real overhaul. But the only way that overhaul will come to be is it's with the people themselves. And they, I mean, if they had a constitution, that would also be. I mean, like, theoretically, as you, you're you a, a bigger expert on this than I am, but theoretically there can be several parties in the United States um, Congress, right?
1: Well, we've had, I mean, in the United States Senate, we had a New York state conservative uh senator. How uh, many has been mo- the
0: most parties of all time?
1: Well, back in the back in, in, in I mean, especially right before the Civil War, there were tons. Um there was the Know Nothing, there was the the Northern Democrats, Southern Democrats, they ran their own presidents. I mean, politics has changed in America the way we do things. But and for sure could you in Alaska-
0: Israel a two-three party system?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the two-party system has its its disadvantages as well. Um, uh, you know, it definitely, uh, you know, listen, they have a much bigger turnaround uh, now in their politics in Israel, which I think is a good thing. But um, um, the problem is that the main parties, like we could, nobody moves up. So that's why you ended up with Bennett leaving and Shek- Shekhet leaving and Feigl leaving. So, right, but you know, why
0: does that not happen here? You have people like, I guess you have people like Justin Amash who become independent, but ultimately they all are, all are part of the same party. I don't know. In Israel, I think it would help if there was more than one party, if there was basically two parties. The way that I would do it, and I've said this to you before, is I would divide the state of Israel into 120 different division, like divide into 120 districts and then I would then have each district have like a primary system where the people vote for the representative for their district and then the people then that win up from that district would then announce before they run obviously what party they belong to and then then you would actually get a real representation in the Israeli parliament of the parties that represent the different people
1: right so, so I mean, um, here I, I'm reading here now. Um, Yoav Kish from the Likud, he's criticizing um, the the, the uh, this 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 merger mm-hmm. because cause he says that it was all Benaychaket's fault. The government fell apart last time, and he thinks it's going to happen again. And he's and he wants he, he's saying that in order for this to work, that Otzma and Zahut need to be brought into the merger. So, so he was challenged, why isn't he leaving a spot for Ben-Gvir? Who is the head of Otsma and um, uh, Itamar Ben-Gvir, and he said, "Listen, mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is that we brought in the Kulanu. We brought in four from Kulanu, which is which is true. They brought in four Kulanu MKs until we could. Um, but he said that that ben gavir last time was in the Unified Right. He should be in it again. Uh, we don't understand why he's not in it. I know they're trying to work it out. And the reason why they're not bringing in Feiglin is because Feiglin was there and they hated him. So they're saying that you know it would be like bringing a uh, Victor Lieberman until we could." We just don't get along, so it makes more sense for him to be there. Now I agree with them. Now, now, I, this is the problem with we could Stop, stop attacking them. Like this is this is the problem in Israeli politics. You, you you can't say, well, you know, we want them to we want them to merge, but we're going to sit there and we're going to throw you know we're going to throw you know dirt on them while they're trying to do it. It's it, it's very the way that they, they don't. It's funny, for guys that are like lifetime politicians, they really don't get politics at all.
0: Yeah, 100%. They are all very self-serving. Yeah. And it's a big problem, and I think that what ends up happening is that you... What's going to end up happening is... And what's
1: funny, I have to give... They're going to lose.
0: Yeah, we're going to end up losing, and that will suck.
1: The big, I'm going to be honest with you. The biggest Sabic in this whole thing is Rafi Peretz for, for sitting, to saying, "Listen, I, I, I don't believe." And listen, he's right. I don't believe. I don't think that it was. I don't think it was necessarily a, a woman that was in charge that he had a problem with. It was that at the end of the day, the United, the United um, for, for United for, for, for his party, which is a Torah party, right, to be to be led. You know, it's called the um, uh, the, the it's the religious party. I mean, that's what it's called. Um, to be led by someone who is not Shomer Shabbat, who does not keep Shabbos and does not keep kosher. Now, Yellow Checkhead is a secular Jew. Um, um, he thought is a little ridiculous. Now he he understood that that um, that you know he has to for politics he has to give in. So he gave in, but but no one else seems to be. You know, everyone was calling out Rabbi Rafi Peretz a week ago, and 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 now no one. He's the only one, thinks, one
0: so far who's actually taken a proactive stance on bringing unity.
1: Correct, and I have to give Seif or all the respect to Rabbi Rafi Peretz, and I think um, maybe Rabbi Rafi Peretz should be uh, giving speeches in some of the other Torah parties that they need to also be- make shalom, and they have to do what's good for the uh, Am Yisrael, for the nation of Israel, in the land of Israel, for Torah Yisrael, for the for the Bible of Israel, and I think with that, maybe these, maybe at the end of the nine days, uh, um, uh, maybe we'll be uh, you know building another temple. Who knows? You never know. Achmos might do it. Yeah, you know, this is that,
0: important. Obviously, to ha- to to look at things in perspective and to look at the things and 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 just realize how there are there. That, that this is what differentiates. I remember my brother when he was serving in the army. He uh, my brother Zuki. He was um, very close to her by Rafi Peretz, and he told me that he was when he was the Rav Rashi, Litzahal, right.
1: That's the uh, chief rabbi. He was the chief rabbi of chief the chief rabbi
0: of the, like, he was the chief chaplain, right? And he said he was a real, like, just like a real un-of, like a real modest person who wasn't there for himself and for his own position. He was there just for the cause, and he used to just work with soldiers and be very honest. And he was a simple guy, Air Force pilot in a chopper. Um, a real warrior. I'm saying, like to be yeah, an Isra- air force pilot. Yeah, in Israel,
1: air force pilots are considered like like in America, they're they're very respected.
0: The Except you're not ground. you're
1: not to, you're not even allowed to photograph them.
0: Yeah, while they're serving, correct?
1: Right. A Yelchaked. The first picture of a Yelchaked's husband was only posted in like the in the newspaper for the first time about four months ago when he left um, the air force. It was the first right. time his picture was allowed to be posted.
0: So you have these people, this guy who was a big warrior and, and uh, a real, a real mensch, so to say. But now it's he's in the political game, and it's basically free season again. Right. And it's it's interesting to watch. And in a and it's like I guess like people like say to me like, why are you so sensitive to it when, in America, obviously, it's like this all the time. Well, the difference is, is that at least in my perspective, is that over there. It's all people on the same team, and I'm just as critical when people in the Republican Party are trashing the president. Oh, um,
1: well, Reagan's 11th commandment.
0: Right, exactly. So there's, and that's why I think like having a two-party system is good because it keeps people in line. Like Mark Meadows, although he's very good friends with Elijah Cummings from the Judiciary Committee, right? Is it the Judiciary Committee or the Intel Committee? Which one is it?
1: Uh, The uh, I think uh, judiciary. Well, he he uh, he also chaired the the joint one that was just made. The joint Mark committee.
0: Meadows, Mark Meadows, and Elijah Cummings are our friends, right? Yes. They are both. Um, they both
1: did a lot of work together. a lot of bills together.
0: There, I think, from what I understand. Oh, that's right. They're 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 colleagues on the House Oversight Committee.
1: Right, but it's more than that. They've they've done a lot of things together. So apparently,
0: he just came out and, and, and defended the president, and him, and at the same time, defended Cummings, right? Right. He wrote a tweet. Which is okay. Which is okay. He wrote a tweet that basically no one works harder for his district than Elijah, and he's not a racist, and neither is the president. Okay? Now, Meadows is caught in between a rock and a hard place because he's... Friends of both of these people, Cummings is a colleague at the same time he's close to the president, has been a very big ally of the president. He's very close to the president. Um, I remember we were sitting together with him a couple months ago, and he was telling me how the president gives him rides in uh, The Beast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, people don't know, in in Congress, to get get a ride with the president is actually not something that happens often. You would think, oh, it happens all the time. It does not happen all the time.
0: No, if you're a congressman, you get a ride in the beast here. It's a bit. you're a big shot.
1: That may happen to you. If you're, you're there for 30 years, that can happen once or twice if you're just a regular person, like a regular congress member.
0: Right. So the president happens to be a little bit more, la- like a little bit more, I guess you could say. Hold on. I
1: think this is a little bit of an issue again with the sound. But um uh, w- while while uh, Chesky's trying to fix his uh mic here, I think his mic went out. There oh, he goes. Okay, there But
0: he's back.
1: We, we mentioned before. We mentioned before Reagan's eleventh commandment. It could be people don't know. Some of the people that listen to us might be a little too young. But it's thou shalt not speak ill of any fellow Republican. Now I know it sounds crazy today because now everybody trashes everybody. But when Reagan was president, he he was he kept that a very strict rule.
0: Yeah. So what I'm saying is is that. I said that, I don't know if people heard, I was saying how Mark Meadows, uh Mark Meadows basically gets rides in the Beast, and but Trump in general has been very generous with giving people rides in the Beast and an Air Force One, and they're very lucky, um, but it's, a, it's hard, it's hard to like balance that kind of situation in politics where you have to be a fighter, but at the same time you also have friends, and Israeli politicians have to figure out a way to solve this and work together. Because at the end of the day, what we want the most is that we keep a center-right government that will be able to help the push forward the Jewish national agenda in Israel and at the same time also help the Trump administration secure its interests in the region as well.
1: Right. So with that, we guys will bid you adieu. We will go for the evening. Everyone have a great night, and we will be back here next Tuesday night
0: With hopefully a guest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, listen, we don't have guests every week. We've had some phenomenal, phenomenal guests. um, But uh, we have some guests that are getting lined up for the future. Um, You know, sometimes we have guests planned, and at the last minute they get called out, and they have to go do things, members of Congress, people in the White House. So, you know, we had someone that was going to be planned, but it ended up they had pulled into a meeting all day today. So um, we weren't able to uh, get them. But uh, we will uh, have one hopefully next week. And um, we'll see see what happens, you know. Wonderful
0: concepts and ideas with the crowd.
1: Yeah, maybe we're looking to try to get maybe someone from one of the lists in Israel to come on and explain everything next week because the lists aren't, aren't, you know, until the lists are given into the government in in Israel, they're not official yet. So we're 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 only working with what we got. So um, everyone have a good night, and we will see you next week.
0: You've been listening to The Moss Show, broadcasted from the Socialist Republic of New York. But please, don't tell our governor. He asks us to leave. They have no place in the state of New York. Tune in again next week, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, or go to J-Tribe Radio to listen to the podcast anytime on Play, iTunes, and
1: Stitcher.